0: And the people of God said, Amen. Let's be seated in his presence. Let's appreciate Jesus one more time. What an awesome, awesome father we have. He's a good, good father. Praise God. I want to welcome you with Jesus' joy once again to this awesome service this morning, which I know by the power of his grace and spirit that you will never go back home remaining the same because his word will light upon your life like never before. If you believe that, say a good amen. I want to welcome our viewers from all over the world. Thank you for always tuning in and thank you for being blessed and being a blessing. Come on, let's appreciate our international audience. Praise. Oh, you can do better than that. Those guys are faithful. Amen. I'm sure our week has been splendid. Uh, Yesterday, we something out or was it on Friday uh, about uh, a comedy show for you and your family to relax and if you had friends how many people watch that comedy you watch the comedy praise God just one or two people wow you gotta check your emails amen uh, that comedy was worth30 dollars uh, for everybody who got it and he's a international well-known Christian comedian who will make you laugh and enjoy the presence of the Holy Ghost again. Okay, you watch out for the next one that is coming. We got the information late, and we sent it as soon as we can. Praise God. Uh, But it was a great laugh. I really enjoyed myself yesterday, cracking my ribs. Uh, I'm sure you you brought your Operation Christmas box today. let me see, by the show of hands, how many people still have theirs at home? You did not bring it. Uh, please, you got to do something. If this evening, the church is still open. You can bring it this evening. Because tomorrow, you might be at work, and you won't be. Because by the dot of, uh, I saw in the announcement, they said 9 to 5. 9 to 5 is when they are coming to pick it from church. So, I would encourage you this evening. Do bring it. Amen. And God will bless you as you do that. Young professionals, it's going to be a date with the Lord tonight. Uh, Invite your friends, come. It's a very interesting topic this evening. Come and get blessed uh, in Jesus' mighty name. Also, in this season, don't forget that Jesus is the reason for the season. It's also an opportunity to tell those that are without about the opportunity that is in Christ Jesus, they can always take advantage of. To be in Christ is one of the greatest privileges we have in this world. To know Jesus, to bring Jesus into your life as your personal Lord and Savior. If you are not in Christ, obviously there will be crisis. Uh, as you can see, the whole world is facing uh, a time of crisis with the pandemic out there but you see in christ jesus is a different story what happens to them don't happen to us our own lives is full of peace amen i want you to be encouraged to encourage others yes. to meet with jesus tracks are always available in the Fourier area you can take some put it in your bags in your wallet and uh You go to the grocery store, you go shopping, you go to the barbering saloon, you go to the laundry. Anywhere you go and everywhere you go, there's always an opportunity to bring somebody to Jesus. You stretch forth your hands. Be a blessing to somebody who needs it. Amen. And everybody in the house said, Amen. God will bless you as you do that. Heavenly Father, one more time, we ask you to anoint your word. Let it go like apple of gold in the picture of silver. Let it bless us tremendously. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Okay, I want to continue the series I started last week, captioned, Faith for Manifestation faith for manifestation part 2 is what we'll be talking about today last week we we explained the key element of 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 what understand understanding that we saw two cases we looked at the word of god we looked at two cases how can we bring faith for manifestation How can we have manifestations of God in our lives, even as children of the Most High? How can God manifest himself as he has promised in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 21? He said he will manifest himself to us. He will show up for us. And we said one of the things we should examine while talking about manifestation is our faith, that faith. Is a very important subject, and we looked at two different cases. We looked at the case of the people of Israel that had the promise of God that 400 years they will be in bondage, but they will come out after 400 years. But 400 became 430 years, and also we had an another case of of um, 400 became 430. And we had another case of 70 years in Daniel, how 70 years became 68 years. At one was shortened and one was prolonged. Two different cases. But the word of God is constant, it's consistent. So why are some people experiencing delays when the promise is there? Or why are some people experiencing delays? Uh, 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 Acceleration, while it's the same promise And we said it's the subject of faith Now, faith is not bravery It's not the same as courage Faith requires the word of God Faith is realizing what God has said And latching your heart to it and asking him to honor his word That is what faith is all about Asking God to honor his word Honor his promise in your life Faith is recognizing His messengers that he Had sent Even during the season To I mean recognizing His servants he has sent To help fulfill his word So that when his season Of visitation comes You will not Miss your day of visitation There are seasons of visitation And there is a day of visitation For example, Daniel recognized the season, that this is around the time this promise should come. But there was a day of visitation. Praise God. Faith requires the word of God. I want to repeat that. Faith requires God's word. Now, let's look at the life of somebody we can't talk about, that we can't, we cannot exempt ourselves from talking about him when it comes to the subject of faith who am i talking about abraham known as the father of faith praise the lord we can't talk about faith without looking at the life of abraham he's the father of faith above everything else why we call him the father of faith is because of the way he believed god for his son isaac praise god because that was an incredible miracle He waited for his promise to come to pass. Write that down if you are writing. He waited for his promise to come to pass. God gave him a promise. And that is what promises are always looking for. They are looking for faith before they manifest. You can have a promise. If faith is not in place, it cannot be brought to reality. It cannot be brought to manifestation. Now, but the question is this. Why was his promise delayed so long? Why did he experience a delay in the promise coming to pass? Was it God? Did God want him to have a son at his old age in life? Could Isaac have been born born earlier? why de- why was there so much delay in Isaac coming was there uh, was there a possibility that Isaac could have been born earlier I believe so and I want to show you from scriptures today that you can expedite you can bring you can fast forward you can bring the promises of God to pass In your life at the time you choose Praise God Praise God Isaac could have been born earlier But something delayed the process And you as a believer, you as a child of God I want you to watch out for these things in your life So that delay is not your portion I speak over your life this awesome morning that everything called delay will be eradicated from your life forever in the name of Jesus no more delays in your life it will come to pass that which god has spoken now i want to show you your responsibility in this process as i look as we look together at the life of abraham in breaking down the principles of god's word and how god operates amen Of course, for a child to be born to Abraham, it will involve Abraham and Sarah. Am I correct? But when the promise was given by God, it was given or it was told to Abraham alone. God spoke to Abraham directly. He said, I have made you the father of many nations. It said in Genesis 17:4, as for me, my covenant is with you. I have made you the father of many nations. And the Bible says, Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him as what? As righteousness. Genesis 15, 6. And also it was repeated in Romans 4, Romans 4, verse 3, which said, uh, again, it was quoted that Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him as righteousness. Listen to this. Sarah. Did not hear from God directly. But she believed her husband. But really, she did not believe Yahweh. Because she didn't hear from Yahweh. But she believed. She believed her husband. She held on to the promise. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm just clearing my throat. She believed that her husband had a calling from Yahweh, had a calling from God to be the father of many nations. She believed that, but did not believe she was a part of that calling. I'll show you from scriptures. So Abraham exercised faith, and when Sarah realized that she did not have a child, she took her servant. Who is a servant? guy. Very good. And gave her to Abraham. Praise the Lord. And Abraham, the Bible says, every time I read that scripture, Abraham in uh, Romans chapter 4, the Bible says, Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. But, excuse me, your wife gave you Hagar, and you took guy in. Isn't that a form of staggering? No, no, no. Listen to the scriptures here. Abraham knew he was going to have a child, no doubt. But did not know if necessarily it was going to involve Sarah. He knew that he was going to have a child. His faith was in place for having a child. Praise God. Sarah too believed that Abraham will have a child, but necessarily does not involve her. So when she gave her guy to Abraham, she thought she was helping Abraham fulfill the prophecy. He is the father of many nations. Here are two people one walking in faith, one walking in confidence. People really walking by faith, or they are walking in the confidence of men. Praise God. Many believers, I know this for a fact, have faith in their pastor's faith, and not in of the faith in God. There's nothing wrong in having, in admiring the faith of your pastor, or learning from the faith of your pastor. That is scriptural. But putting your faith in a man is not the way God wants you to go. Put your faith in who? In God. The faith of man can not save you. Praise God. Now, you need to understand this principle. Because I see this in the body of Christ a lot, that people have faith in their pastors or in the men of God around their lives. There's nothing wrong, like I said, in learning from their faith. You put your faith in who? In God, in Yahweh. Praise God. Ah. Genesis 17, let's quickly do that. 15 to 19. Now you got to help me on the screen. Genesis 17, 15 to 19. Now this happened after Ishmael was born. And God said unto Abraham, as for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her Sarai, Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. Verse 16. And I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be for her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said, now, underline that word laughed, Abraham laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear a child? Is, Is this possible? So it is clear here from this scripture, that the promise included who? Sarah. But who was God talking to here? Abraham. It he was still Abraham. <laughs> Amen. So Abraham, again, was not impotent. At least the experiment worked. You are looking at me. I said the experiment worked. At least this was after he had already given birth. Praise God. And And what I'm trying to say is that Abraham didn't have problems. He didn't get me. I said Abraham didn't have problems. Went into Haggai. Did they get a child? Yeah, so the guy was complete. Amen? God must have touched his body. God walked with him. Amen? He believed God, and God walked with him. And even after this experiment... He still got married later. I'm sure you know that. Uh, At 125 years old, he still had six boys from a lady called Keturah. Praise God. So what am I trying to tell you? Abraham didn't have issues. He didn't have problems. (laughs) Praise God. Uh, Praise God. So when you move on in Genesis 18... Then they had a visitation from God. Genesis 18 from verses 9 to 15. Genesis 18. Remember in Genesis 17, Abraham already knew that Sarah is now part of that promise. Because God technically told him that, look, this is not even the child of promise. The child I promised you is going to come from whose womb? Sarah's womb. Praise God. Now. And they said unto him, where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, behold, in the tent. Go on. And he said, I will certainly return to thee according to the time of life. And, lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah had it in the tent door which was behind him. Sarah did what? Sarah heard. Note that. This is the first time Sarah was going to hear directly from God that she was part of the promise. She believed, but she never heard directly from God. This is the time she now heard. And he said, okay, now let's go to verse 11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman, that is uh, menopause. That's what you're trying to. Do. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, "After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My lord being old also." Praise God. Now that's a very interesting statement. Praise God Sarah did not just laugh because of the baby Sarah was laughing Because of the process Involved in getting the baby She's saying Will she have pleasure It's a long time we have done this thing Praise God Will I have pleasure You know she was laughing that You know I've forgotten all about that You know Praise God. Uh, You're all too serious this morning. Let's keep on going. All right. Okay. So that's why she laughed. She laughed because she said, shall I have pleasure? Okay. And the Lord said unto Abraham, wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I surely bear a child which I'm old? Go on. Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Verse 15. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but you did laugh. You did laugh. Praise God. So here we see God saying, Sarah was going to have a son. It's a serious situation when God... keeps repeating something. Sarah laughed within herself. Why did Sarah laugh? I explained it to you. There were two reasons there. Sarah's laughter, uh, uh, but this is the first time, like I said, that's what I want to emphasize. This was the first time, this was the very first time that Sarah heard directly from God. Faith comes by hearing, and what? Hearing by the word of God. Faith comes how? By hearing, and what? Now, what does this prove? What does this prove? If you go to the New Testament now, in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8, Hebrews 11, verses 8 to 12. Some important information was now disseminated there. Yes, quickly. we're okay, almost done. Praise God. Good return. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should hereafter receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And when he went out, not knowing where he went, yes, By faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob and hares with him in the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God. Verse 11. Through faith also Sarah herself underline the word herself Sarah herself now You remember it was Abraham alone that heard but this time look at the recording of the scriptures that Sarah herself Sarah herself did something what did she do she received strength to conceive a seed and was delivered a child When she was past age. Because she judged Yahweh faithful. She judged Yahweh faithful who had promised. Judged him faithful who had promised. Where did she get the promise from? From Abraham or from the mouth of God? Mouth of God. So things changed for Sarah when she heard directly from God. Abraham was going to have a child. He had faith, but no, God says the child of promise was going to come through who? Sarah. But Sarah had to have faith also. Hello? So by faith, Sarah herself also, prior to this, she had faith, but in Abraham, not in Yahweh. On her 90th birthday, she had a visitation. And on the 90th birthday was when he judged God, what? Faithful. I want to ask you a question. What of if it was on her 80th birthday, she judged God faithful, what would have happened? What about if it was her 70th birthday, she judged God faithful? She would have had a child. She had it at her 90th birthday, but let's reverse it backwards. I said 70th. What of if it was her 60th birthday that she judged God faithful? What would have happened? She would have a child. So I'm teaching you something from the Word of God. This moment happened on her 90th birthday. Could the child have been born earlier? Yes. She could have been born earlier. He could have been born earlier. What the promise was looking for is what? Is faith. The promises of God are all over the Scripture. The promises of God, faithful. Yahweh is faithful. That was why it was easy for Jesus to tell people that your faith has made you whole. Why? Because they had a promise on their lives. Are they not Abraham's seed? They had a promise. The promise has always been hanging. What the promise looks for is And I'm putting it to you in Christ Jesus. There are promises of God hanging over your life. There are certain promises that is, I I love that song. That's why I love it. Say, and your promises are yes and amen. His promises, yes and amen. He's always willing to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a God that is not a wicked God. Do you understand that? He's not like the gods of the Greeks. He's not like gods who play porn with people's lives. He's not like that. He's not a wicked God. Before you were ever born, promises have gone ahead of you. Are you listening to me? So all he's asking you to do is to find him faithful, to judge him faithful. God is not. A ridiculous God. He's not going to push them to ridiculous extents. No, he would not. Praise God. But God wanted them to believe him by themselves. He wanted them to believe him by themselves. He wanted them to latch the totality of their heart on his promise. To judge him faithful. To find him faithful. To lay demand on his promise. That he should make good his promise. Praise God. Are you listening to me today? God wanted them to believe him by themselves. That he would do what he says he would do. How many people believe God would do what he says he would do over your life? This is where God is taking us to, brethren. Ladies and gentlemen. To find God faithful. To judge him faithful. And if you don't get to that level of faith, nothing was going to happen. Until you find him faithful. Until you judge him faithful. Until the promises of God finds faith. God is not a cruel God. I say it again. He's a God who is more than willing to bring to you what he has said. To bring to pass over your life. He has said. He that must come to him must believe first that what? I can't hear you. He must believe that what? He is. And he is a what? Rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. I want to challenge you this week go into every area of your life that you know the promises of God and judge God faithful. I want you to f- pull the final line and judge him faithful. Praise God. Judge him faithful because you see you're judging him faithful that you expedite the promises of God to come to pass over your life. Sometimes we are zooming, sometimes we are beating around the bush Sometimes we are guessing that's not what God wants you to do. He wants you to latch the whole of your heart on his promise. He wants you to put everything on the line that I judge my God faithful. Praise God. Praise God. He said he is and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. In the book of Acts... At the beautiful gate in Acts chapter 3, there was a man there. The Bible says he was crippled from from birth. And when the apostles came, the miracle happened to him. He started walking and praising the Lord. Everybody was amazed. They were mesmerized. They were saying, what has happened? We haven't seen it like this in Israel. And the apostles said to them, why are you surprised at this? Why are you thinking that it is by our own power that we made this man whole? We didn't make him whole by our own power. No. That's not how he went. He said, faith and faith in the name of Jesus has made this man whole. Faith. There was a promise of God already on his life. That as a seed of Abraham, he shouldn't be held down by sickness. That faith was... That that promise was looking for faith. And since he had faith, and faith in his name, is what has made this man whole. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to believe God for ourselves. My job is to point you to him. Rest in God and not in man. And I believe with all my heart that this week you will experience him like never before. As you take this promise, as you take this principle and you apply it in every area of your life this week, looking for a job, looking for uh, promotion, looking for healing, looking for deliverance, looking for a way forward, looking for a turnaround, what the promises of God is waiting for in your life is to have faith in God. Rise up on your feet like a champion today. I hope you have been blessed. Amen. Praise God. Now lift up your hands to heaven and begin to thank him for giving you a word in season like this. Faithful manifestation that God will manifest himself in you. God will manifest himself to you. God will show up for you like he showed up for Abraham. Praise God. Like he showed up for Sarah, he will show up for you in the name of Jesus. The Bible says we have a more sure word. Old Testament saints never had the word, but you have the word. You have a more sure word. You have the word. And I tell you, you can bring it to pass in your life in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift up your hands and just trust God. I want to give you a minute or two. Just trust God. Trust God for those things that you believe Him for. Trust God that there will be a turnaround. Trust Him that there will be a shift in the name of Jesus. Man de judge God faithful. Receive grace to begin to judge Him faithful in every area of your life. In the name of Jesus thank you, Father. Glory be to God in the highest. Faithful you are. Faithful forever. and you, Father. Your promises are yes and amen. All your promises. Hallelujah. We are judging you faithful today, Lord. Areas of our lives that we have experienced delays and denials. That the process of our faith has been truncated. We ask for a revival tonight. We ask for a revival this morning. That there will be a stirring up of the spirit of faith. That in this month of manifestation, we are trusting you on every item in our lives that is of concern. That as a question mark We are trusting you for grace, O Lord, for every individual, under the sound of my voice, that they will meet with you and judge you faithful. Every doubt will be eradicated. They will judge you faithful, and because it's the season of our manifestation, we trust you to show up concerning every item. That our world will know this can only be God. God. In the name of Jesus. Laws that will be changed. Decisions that will be reversed. Because of us. Thank you Father. Let there be good news on every side. In the name of Jesus. All heads bowed and all eyes closed. Are you here this morning? And you are not yet saved. You don't have a relationship with God. You are not born again but you want to make today the day of salvation in your life. You want to start afresh. You want to make today that day that you are meeting with your maker to make peace with him. You have not yet accepted the love of Christ. You have not yet born again. I want to encourage you with all my heart. Don't let today pass you by. Thank you, Jesus now you want to receive him as your personal lord and savior i'd like you to raise your right hand above your head just as an indication that yes today i want jesus in my life all eyes bowed and all eyes closed i want jesus lift it up very high very high above your head you want jesus in your life thank you father glory be to god Everybody in the house is a believer. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's appreciate Jesus Christ. And is now, I want to encourage you this week also. Encourage those who don't know Jesus to come and know Jesus. While you are working on your faith, while you are growing, while you are knowing God more need to still bring others into the kingdom. Amen. Make sure you go home with a trap today to say this week I will reach out to one person. If you have more faith you can go for two people but don't go a whole week without talking to somebody. You are making the whole world more weak. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. I love you with the love of God. And I trust God that you will have testimonies in your hands. You will have good news this week. Your phones will ring for good news. In the name of Jesus. pray.